and a pod. If you're new here, hi, this is Hepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. Welcome to Endopod's revision series. Each episode will cover revision material for those preparing for exams or even just for those who are interested in learning the basics of endocrinology. we're going to be looking at the topic of congenital adrenal hyperplasia, or CAH. Over the course of this podcast, we will cover what this condition is and who it affects, the pathophysiology of the disease, as well as the clinical aspects of the condition, including symptoms and signs, diagnosis, and management options. CAH is a rare autosomal recessive condition, which results in disruptive production of hormones produced by the adrenal glands due to an enzyme deficiency. In 95% of cases, it is the enzyme 21 hydroxylase, which is deficient due to a mutation in the CYP2182 gene. This enzyme is essential for the production of aldosterone and cortisol. This condition affects about 1 in 10,000 individuals, although there is a higher prevalence in certain ethnic heritages, such as Ashkenazi Jews. There are two subcategories of CAH, classical and non-classical. Classical CAH includes a salt-losing form or the simple virilizing form and is more severe than the non-classical CAH. The adrenal gland is encapsulated by an outer layer and inside consists of an adrenal cortex and an inner adrenal medulla. The adrenal medulla produces catecholamines and is unaffected by the condition. However, the cortex consists of three distinct layers and produces the hormones which are affected in CAH. The three layers of the adrenal cortex include the zona glomerulosa, zona fasciculata, and the zona reticularis. The zona glomerulosa produces aldosterone for salt and water balance. The zona fasciculata produces glucocorticoids such as cortisol to regulate the stress response, and the zona reticularis produces sex hormones. The enzyme 21-hydroxylase is required for aldosterone and cortisol production but it is the enzyme 17-hydroxylase which allows for testosterone production, and therefore in the absence of 21-hydroxylase, the precursors are shunted through the available pathway and there are higher levels of testosterone. People with CAH often have enlarged adrenal glands. CAH may present with ambiguous genitalia at birth due to high levels of circulating testosterone, whereas males often have normal peering genitals. Due to the depletion of aldosterone and cortisol, affected individuals are at risk of adrenal crisis which is potentially fatal. Adrenal crisis can cause diarrhea, vomiting, dehydration and ultimately they can go into shock due to the inability to retain adequate levels of salt and water. Due to the low levels of cortisol, people with CAH often have problems maintaining blood pressure and blood sugar levels. Signs include the appearance of pubic hair at an early age and rapid growth during childhood, but a final adult height which is shorter than average, so x-rays are often done to determine their bone age. Fertility can also be affected due to CAH. Diagnosis is possible before the baby is born by prenatal testing such as amniocentesis, chorionic villus sampling or maternal blood testing if they are considered at high risk. If a baby is born with ambiguous genitalia, blood and urine tests are done to identify biological sex and assess mineral and hormone levels. Genetic testing can also be done to clarify the specific gene mutation and confirm the diagnosis. 
The aim of treatment for CAH is to replace cortisol and aldosterone, which are often deficient. This condition is not curable and medications are lifelong, ideally commencing soon after birth. Medications include corticosteroids, mineralocorticoids and salt supplements. In periods of illness or after surgery, patients must be closely monitored as it is likely these are situations in which adrenal glands are more active. Long-term follow-up and monitoring is essential to ensure they are on the optimal doses of medications. Reconstructive surgery is possible for females with ambiguous genitalia or to relieve urethrovaginal outlet obstruction which can lead to recurring infections. to mention the ethics involved when it comes to reconstructive surgery and this is still debated in terms of age of consent and the parent's right to decision making and many other factors. So if considering reconstructive surgery, a multidisciplinary team as well as an ethics team is required to help the patients and their parents make the best decision possible in that circumstance. Of course there can be a lot more said about the ethics behind CAH, however for the purposes of this episode we have focused mainly on the medical aspect of the condition. So, in this episode we covered CAH. As a summary, this is an autosomal recessive disorder which results in low aldosterone and cortisol levels but elevated testosterone due to 21-hydroxylase deficiency. This condition is more common in Ashkenazi Jews and can affect males or females. Symptoms can include those of adrenal crisis and salt wasting such as low blood pressure and blood glucose, vomiting and hypovolemic shock. Diagnosis is by prenatal testing or heel prick testing after birth. Treatment includes lifelong glucocorticoid and mineralocorticoid replacement and salt supplements. Surgery can also be done to correct urological abnormalities. Thank you for tuning in and before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Jade Kirsten, one of our event coordinators who was involved in the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier signing off. Thank you.